Welcome Burgers to a new episode on Hamburger Generation Jil El Hamburger. An aspiring comedian by the name of Shadi joins us today in a Burger Stories edition to share moments of shock, embarrassment and hilarity when we visit our home countries as expats. We also dive into the stand-up comedy scene in Dubai as well as Shadi's passion of making people laugh. Enjoy the show. I do marketing by day oh. and stand-up once a month by night. Well, you do stand-up comedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. It's every, it's every now and then, honestly. Cool. Um, it's fun. Not gonna okay. lie. Obviously, my secret dream to do stand-up comedy. Okay. So I want to know, know some pointers. What's, what's the scene like, you know? What's the stand-up scene, man? <laughs> it's uh, it's rocking, you know. Do you perform in uh, UAE or other countries as well? I've only done in UAE, and I've done it maybe nine, ten times. It's 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 scary, guys. I think it's the scariest job in the world. Really? I'm not I'm not kidding, because like the your your job is to make people laugh, and it's insane. Like you have to stand on stage, people are quiet, and they're just waiting for you to say something funny. Oh. It's, it's it's not a it's not a, it's not a casual setting. Honestly, I, like after a while, it gets easier. Like, but yeah, yesterday I did the exact same set as I did two weeks ago, mm. but um, I tanked. It was like a oh, nobody. like it wasn't that bad. I I have really high standards for myself, but you like nobody was laughing, or they were just like, no, was no, it, no. it wasn't there like was some people it wasn't laughing, like insane room laughing time. No, no, no. It was it was. I think I set myself like really high standards. I'm like, you know, nobody's laughing, <laughs> but people were laughing. Yeah. And a lot of people said, oh, that was a great show afterwards. And I don't even know them. But mm. I wish I was funnier. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I feel like when people go to watch stand up, they're going to laugh. Like they're ready to laugh at anything. Uh-huh. Like, aren't they in a laughter mindset? <laughs> Except when you're not funny. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's, no, it's, it's uh, I think nerves kick in. Mm. So what happened was this girl who's usually really good. She was uh, before me. And when she did well last week, uh, two weeks ago, so I went on and killed it, and it was great. Yesterday she got a bit nervous, so then I got a bit nervous. Okay. <laughs> so when she when she, yeah when she kind of messed up a few lines, then I was like, okay, if she can't do it, I can't because she's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah yeah. It's this. It's the same. I think like the audience coming to the show, they're like ready to laugh and all that, yeah. but also they're expecting you to make them laugh. I mean yeah. So they're like. Come on, guy, make me laugh. Yeah, let's see what can you do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but people are drinking. People are drinking. It's a bar. Okay, Mm. so yeah, you have like a social lubricant as well, right? That's, yeah, unless you get like the angry drunks. You're not funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah, wait. Get off stage. Someone give me a tomato. (laughs) The angry drunks. Apparently, I do stand up comedy in the 40s in New York. (laughs) Somebody give me a tomato. (laughs) Come on. Uh, speaking of drunks, total tangent. Mm. But uh, you know George, who was our guest yeah. often, right? Um, uh, one time he, uh, we're, we're, t- we're you know chatting, having stories or something. We're talking about um, s- something really scary that's happened to you, mm-hmm. right? Like the scariest thing that's ever happened to you. He's talking, I'm talking, and then, and he goes, actually, wait, I've had this conversation before, and it was with some girl in, back in the day in university. Mm-hmm. And she was like, guys, I want to tell you about something really, really scary that happened to me. And everyone's like, oh, what? And she's like, the other day, me and my friends, we went to Medina Jumeirah. 
and we saw this guy and he was drunk <laughs> and then george is like and what did he do after and like what he attacked you guys I said, no. he was drunk i saw him drunk from far <laughs> drunk and so george is telling me this story and he's like what this girl must be insane like why is she and i was like hold up is she by any chance palestinian jordanian and then he's like yeah she is i'm like because we have El Sakran is our boogeyman. <laughs> oh, you okay, know, okay. like as children, the parents would be like, everyone, everyone get in the house and go to bed. El Sakran is coming. <laughs> I never heard of that in my life. Really? No, I didn't know. Jamil, have you? I haven't. No. You haven't? No. Okay. In Egypt, the boogeyman is the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, no what? No, it's definitely Sakran. But to be honest, it's, it's, uh, I'm like a different story because half my family is Christian and mm. Like they drink, so okay. So Sakran is just so like Sakran is just like Jiddo. Amo, yeah. Jiddo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sakran again. <laughs> Yay! Bedtime stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I guess yeah. Okay. Well, then there's a lot of there's a lot of things like that. The culturally, you oh. know. But she turned out to be Palestinian. Jordan. Yeah, she was. Okay, and mm. she was just okay. But she's an adult woman who saw a man drunk, and she was scared. Yeah. She was, she was scared. So she's that much brainwashed to think that like a drunk a man is Maybe a it was scary. like the first drunk she ever saw. You oh. know what I mean? Like she still had the drunk man stigma, you know? Uh, I bet you it's one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just Bill, you know? Just, he hangs out in Medina Jumeirah yeah, on probably Wednesdays. probably shady like just a few yeah. days ago, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, oh. But uh, oh, what's awkward. it called? Uh, I felt proud of myself because I thought to myself, I understand Jordanian culture. All right. You yeah. know? You Look guessed at me. It. Yeah, yeah, I guessed it. <laughs> but I don't really understand it because every time I go to Jordan, I'm always like totally lost, you know? I'm always like the awkward person in conversations. I can't mm. I can't keep up with any of that stuff. Yeah. I cuz I learned Arabic as my second language. Okay. So, I have a problem with the you know how we have masculine and feminine words? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So like a TV is feminine. Television, ne? Wait, no, sorry, uh, wasn't masculine. <laughs> That's how bad I am at this. Yeah. Exact, this is my point. Uh, so I would say something like a television, or that's for the Egyptians, kibira, instead of kibir. Oh, so I would, yeah, man, yeah, you, it's, you it's, crazy. Oh, it's ugly. <laughs> the oh, adjective. Oh, yeah. it's bad. So honestly, I used to get bullied like crazy in Egypt. Like my cousins were like, eh, look what he said. <laughs> it's really, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, you get picked on in the summers. It was kibir. Yeah. yeah, that would do, sound do you see so what I wrong. Mean? Yeah, yeah. So what did I do naturally? I avoid Egypt now. I just you know, <laughs> just <avoid laughs> instead of instead of learning Arabic. No, I don't go there anymore. It's okay. <laughs> My it's homeland. Easy. What homeland? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I get a lot of uh, weird stories in Egypt. The weirdest one, which I used in my first time doing stand up, I get in a cab, and there's no floor. There's no floor. There's no floor to the cab. It's like Flintstones. That's exactly the line I was using. <laughs> See, this is why you guys should do stand up. Like I get in and there's no floor. Like I like like open the back door, the guy stops, I hail him, he opens the back door and I just I go in and my leg just drops. <laughs> and then like naturally anybody would go like, "Oh wow, this like this is weird. I should probably not get into this cab." Yeah. Me, I was like, mm, "Challenge accepted." <laughs> I get in and I decide to while we're flintstoning around Cairo, I decide to ask him, you know, what's the story with the with the floor? He's like, yeah, man, it just fell while I was on the highway. 
I don't like these stories only <laughs> exist in the Arab world. Like I don't think any like you don't get that in London where oh yeah you know the floor fell so I just kept driving yeah. and picking up passengers. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, that's no. No. Usually the guys like mm, maybe I should fix this very very important part ASAP. of my car. Yeah. You know like everything yeah. there's no floor and 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 I wish it was a joke like I wish like when I the reason why it's funny is because it's <laughs> it's fucking real. It's, it's weird. Like how did you not only that the car stop working fall through and. People will die. Like you see speed bumps below you and stuff. And like, if I just like, you know, dropped uh, something, it was just like, ooh, it's done. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Not only that, the car stopped working after 10 minutes. And then he asked me to go down and push it. Like instead of, like this is, this is customer service. <laughs> the cab driver is asking me, the customer, to go out and push the car with no floor while yeah. he drives so that it can start working again. So that he can then drop you off and yeah. take your money. Exactly. Once again, I did it. <laughs> I was like 16 and I was like, you know. And you're like, you know, they can tell. They can tell, you know, when you're an expat. Mm. They can, especially if you're saying he to the she and she to the he. Yeah. <laughs> For real. That's like a yeah. giveaway. Oh, this guy, this guy's going to play with dollars. Fresh meat. <laughs> yeah. This guy doesn't need a floor. He doesn't need a floor. He just needs to give me his money. <laughs> also, Russian cab drivers in Egypt. Oh, yeah. money. That reminds me of uh, my first time going to Egypt. I went to Cairo. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend, he's Egyptian, lives there. And he was supposed to make, pick me up from the airport. So I like walk outside. And, you know, everyone's just like, limousine, limousine. I was limousine, limousine, limousine. I don't know. I like all these limousines. I did not see a single limousine parked anywhere yeah, around. It just a, means cab. Yeah, it, no, not even. It's a 1960s Peugeot. And <laughs> yeah. it like barely functions. Some of them don't have floors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so misleading, guys. It's so misleading. Limousine, limousine, yeah. limousine, yeah, limousine, limousine. limousine. And I'm just like always like, la, 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 la. And then this guy's like, limousine, limousine. I was like, no, no, my friend is here. So he's going to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the price. I'm like, what? man, even if you're paying me, my friend is here. Like, He's like, wait, 50 pounds. Oh, let, let me call my friend. Tell him to fuck off. Because apparently this is a, this is, I cannot beat this price. price. Yeah. I cannot let go of. That's insane. No, no, Egypt, honestly, like, I, I like the, the stories never end. I, um, trying to remember which one yeah, yeah yeah so i went with my family to this uh place called uh, taba it's in the it's on the the border of uh israel palestine mm. yes yeah. good one yeah, that's yeah, right good save good save, good save, save huh? yeah. it's palestine <laughs> um fuckers <laughs> uh so it's on the border of palestine and then we go to this place and then they ask us what do you want to drink and i'm like okay i'll have a diet coke my sister says orange juice my mom says tea and my dad says brill brill is uh Pretty much barbican, like in oh, Egypt. Okay. Barbican, heavy hayati. You mean like exactly. a root beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A malt, uh, shitty malt beverage yeah. that tastes like. That ass. sounds like something my dad would get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, I think same. it's just naturally that dads have to order brill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the guy go. He takes our order and he goes. He comes back after thirty minutes with three drinks: the diet coke, the orange juice, and the tea. And my dad says, "Like, where's my brill?" He's like, "Yes, yes, we're trying to find some." And my dad's like, come on, like, I'm, I'm looking for a brill. He's like, it's not that hard to find. It's like, it's everywhere. He's like, yes, yes, but your order is weird and we're trying to find it. And, he, and then he goes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes past. So now in total, it's been an hour. He comes back with prill. Prill is basically aerial washing powder in oh egypt my god. so because, no yeah i swear to god and like i i couldn't i couldn't understand no oh wow I, this guy's I, yeah, resourceful yeah, man. Pr- yeah but like 
basically the B and the P situation <laughs> was so intense that he actually thought like my I, I don't know why somebody would think my dad would order washing powder <laughs> while we're ordering like <laughs> drinks and not I, to think to like question it like oh why do you need yeah no washing no, no powder we don't right in, in Egypt we don't ask questions yeah. you're yeah. like oh you want three drinks and washing powder sure I'll get you three yeah. drinks and washing powder <laughs> might take an hour or and two. he thought like your dad needed to do the dishes while I hanging don't know. out I don't know and like if you saw my dad like he's like oh macho and tattoos and stuff like you would never think that this guy needs washing powder while the rest of us need beverages <laughs> enjoyed our no, no, I cold think it's just, nice I, think it's, I don't know if it's an iq thing or like it, it it's crazy like i i just sat there i couldn't even laugh I, I didn't find it funny i found it just shocking that somebody <laughs> would would think that this is a normal order oh, that's man. yeah that's seriously that's the kind of stuff that happens in egypt oh so. man i feel like if you walk around in egypt for like one day you you're bound to like be left with 10 stories to tell honestly uh, yeah this crazy. is like these all happen in like pretty much the same summer i think like the the uh, i was in a uh, like a town with my family and this is like back in the day when we used like internet cafe <laughs> oh yeah oh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so no, my sister days. goes like we're having lunch and i'm and then we're gonna have tea and my sister says do you guys want to go for the internet to the internet cafe? I'm like, okay, cool. And my cousins are like, yeah, we're like six, seven people. We're ready to go. And then one cousin says, let's wait and have some tea. We're like, okay, okay. Two minutes later, our building starts shaking. We look outside from <laughs> the balcony and the building that has the internet cafe oh. controlled demolition. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Turns out they did, they did like tell what? everybody to leave. Yeah. They evacuated the building, but like, this is just the weird stuff that happens in Egypt. It just, like I, I randomly a building next to you yeah. being demolished? Well, yeah, it was demolished. and I mean, we could have... I don't know if we had gone, would somebody have stopped us from going into the building? It didn't look like but, they had barricades. But or after that, that that cab with no floor story, I'm kind of feeling they wouldn't have stopped <laughs> us. Like, it, I'm not... Yeah, yeah. I'm not that confident that they could have stopped us. <laughs> They'd be like, right? really want to go? Let them go. Like, listen, these kids really need the internet. We still have a minute and a half before the demolition. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Shit, that's so random. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. the kind of stuff that happens in Egypt. Jamil, how are you when you go to Jordan? When you go to Jordan? Uh, yeah, no, it's all right. <laughs> what, <laughs> dude? I have, I have, I know, I know a story about you when you were in Jordan. I remember it one time. In, in Jordan, I, I know one of, in Syria, but yeah, the way I, I want to hear this story. I, yeah. Okay. Wait, well, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me get this straight. <laughs> you want to hear her tell your story? Yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, this is exciting. I remember it because my brother told it to me, and I was like, "Ha, jokes." Jimmy is an idiot. And then uh. my brother like retold it to all my family, and everyone's like high fiving. Yeah, Jimmy is such an idiot. <laughs> okay, now Standard. I gotta hear it. Is it the conversation I had with my grandfather? Maybe. No, but I want to hear that right after this. Oh, uh, great. It's not that funny. Now we're, uh, we have two stories pending. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like you were taking a cab. You were coming to our house in Jordan. Yeah. And then, like, the cab reached, and it was, like, al-addad, you know, on the meter. And it was, like, 13 filths or something like that. Yeah. And then you, like, took out 13 JDs. Which is, like, 100 dirhams, what? I think. Right? No, what? I don't recall this at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the funny. And then everyone was, like, ha-ha, an idiot. Is Mo making up stories about me? <laughs> Wait, actually, we should get Mo on the show Yo, just to hear Mo. <laughs> I'm gonna call him out next recording. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, totally. I do not recall this at all. I don't know if Mojo's gonna recall it either because uh, it was like a really long time ago. But in my head, it was kind of like it stuck there. Yeah? That Jamila is one <laughs> heck of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Jamil, you're crazy, man. <laughs> you're so crazy. And then my parents went on this rant about how, like, us expat kids, we don't know the value uh, of money. Yeah, and true. like It doesn't know, grow on trees. And how, like, they could totally have taken advantage of us because 13 JDs. Like that. <laughs> he could have said 13,000 JDs and, and I would have paid them. They would have been like, I guess it's 13,000 JDs. <laughs> 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 Can you take me to a bank? I need to make a loan. <laughs> this is one expensive cab <laughs> No wonder everyone is so <laughs> shit. <laughs> ourselves oh my god oh my god whoever's listening to this is like what the oh hell are these guys edit, on smoke what they're smoking i didn't know shit <laughs> but um but yo i got i do have a funny story about like uh going back to one of those countries you know like home countries like yeah. syria jordan uh i went to syria where my grandparents live from my mom's side and like i was a kid you know i was just like reaching that age of like now you're about to become a mature you know quote in and quote mature ah, mature adult yeah ah. uh so i was there and like all my mom's friends and like and her sister's friends were over at the house mm. i was at internet cafe oh with my cousins and stuff and like uh came back home and i walked in and all these ladies are sitting at the living room my mom and my aunt were like, come, come, say hi. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Walk in. It's a huge, like, ade, like, huge living room that's, like, square. And everyone is just sitting and watching you, like, come in to say hi. Mm, attention's on you. So um, it's like, okay, I'm going to go say hi to them. I walk over to the first lady and I stick my hand out. And, like, they're all, like, hijabi ladies, you know? And she's just like, la, 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 la. Like, she put her hand to her chest, like, no, no. I was like, no, what? Hi. <laughs> like, I put my hand, like, again, like, close, yeah, closer to her face, like, no, no, I'm shaking your hand. Yeah. She's like, la, 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 la. Like that. And, and everyone is watching. I didn't know there was a thing, like, that hijab ladies don't <laughs> hold your hand and shake it. Like, I didn't know that. You're too young. Yeah, I guess I was too young or, like, didn't experience it a lot. Like, my mom's not hijabi and never saw... Like, I see my mom shaking hands with everyone yeah, and yeah, hugging yeah. and stuff. So, <laughs> my mom was just like, la, 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 Jamil, Jamil, imshi, imshi, imshi. <laughs> stop <laughs> shaking these women's hands. And I, I just thought this one particular lady oh, is God. weird. So, the next one, I was just oh. like, oh, what about you? Like, hi, okay. <laughs> well, that one was weird, man. <laughs> Shake my hand, please. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Are you going to heaven? Because these other ones, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, she, so she also turned you down again like no no and then my mom like yelled out from far away like actually like what am i like dirty like what's happening so he went and showered then and came back to say yeah, so yeah, i was yeah, just yeah. like yo man he was really adamant to shake their hands like, <laughs> like i'll um, show them who's clean <laughs> like well, mama screw your friends to be honest like <laughs> yeah like waved from mom. far away waved your from mom, far away by the way for like putting you on the spot yeah like come say hi 
yeah. That's happened to me, but like with my own cousins, and it's it's just, uh, I don't want to get into religion, but I just find that weird. Yeah, when you like go to the, shake hands. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. What's gonna happen when you shake hands? <laughs> like, I, don't know. I don't know. To each their own, to be to honest. To each their own. Yeah, I, I know. I know. But I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I've been in awkward situations the other way around. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I go in all confidently, and then the guy straight up be like, "No," and I'd be like. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, one time I went for a job interview and I went in and there's two guys that obviously have corresponded with. with. Mm. One is an American guy. His name's like Mike, whatever. And the other guy's like an Arab guy. His name's Abdullah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I go in. I'm like, okay. Uh, totally, I know how I'm going to play this out. I'm going to go in, shake hands with Mike, and then feel out Abdullah and give him... Because I also want to be professional. You know what right. I mean? Like, I need to appear professional and shake hands and be like, hello, how are you? Like that. So then I go in. I see Mike. I go straight for the handshake. And Mike gives me the chest pat. He's a convert. Oh. And then oh. I look Plus at twist. Abdullah. I'm like, oh, God. I turn to Abdullah. And Abdullah straight out puts his hand and shakes my that hand. so weird. And then I'm like, huh. Uh-huh. totally not what i expected <laughs> can't judge a book by its cover yeah, yeah yeah so mike was the convert and abdullah was the liberal one <laughs> wow <laughs> as if he answers yeah, yeah, it's close enough yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yo mo what are you doing Yo, listen, totally <laughs> random. Please yeah. tell me if this is true or not. Also, you're being recorded. Do you remember yeah. a few years ago, one time we, we were in Jordan. Jamil was coming to our house and he was taking a cab to our house. And then the cab driver told him, oh, like al meter, you know, al thingy. It said, irsh. and then Jamil was going to pay the guy dinar. Do you remember the story? None whatsoever. Boom. Okay, no, there's a big chance that you're mixing this up with somebody <laughs> no, else. No, I remember yeah. this. You, you don't remember anything like this? Like him coming and then like the guy like thinking Jimmy's an idiot because he was going to overpay? No. Can I go back to my haircut now? Ah, uh, yeah. Go for <laughs> <that>. Sorry. <laughs> Seriously? Sorry. Okay, okay bye. Bye-bye. Well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, well, I retract my statement. <laughs> I'm not a native yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Ooh, on the next episode of Pretty Little Liars, Isra <laughs> talks to us about another story. Oh, but more like bullshits about yeah. another story. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, most of my stories are true, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, I, I have so many embarrassing things that have happened to me in Jordan. I just can't, like pinpoint one you know it was just <laughs> such a huge every day is embarrassing <laughs> in jordan Seriously, like my existence in jordan is just awkward because people come in strong like oh you know mm. like i feel like there's this set conversation that you're supposed to have like it's like a play it's being rehearsed like like i i never have like a when they give it, you tell me I'm a little. Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, I'm so bad at it. So the conversation is always so one-sided, mm. and it's so weak. You know. Yeah, it's either you match their energy, yes. and then you'll be having 
somewhat of a normal conversation. Yeah. Or it's just like, why is this person retarded? Yeah. Or don't show up. <laughs> yeah. Or don't, just, <laughs> just like, don't, don't go to Jordan. Just don't we'll go stop. to Jordan, you know? <laughs> but there's always like, there's these things you have to start with. Like when you, this I've recently learned this from Fajr. Anywhere you go, you have to start with, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to like thank them for whatever they're doing before you begin the conversation. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I never thought of that, but it's true. Like you walk into a shop, you go like, "Yatik al Afiya, Abu Muhammad, but maybe Tatina kilo knafe." I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the most Jordanian thing you could think of. Kilo knafe. That's like that's standard Jordanian. You can't lie though, Jordan. When you go there, their knafe is bomb. It's really good. Honestly, I had mansaf. Oh. But I had it before a wedding. Mm. And I really feel bad for the bride and the groom because if they ever see that wedding video, there's like 11 tables of really upbeat people, and our table were all just like passed, passed out. out. And it's it's horrible. <laughs> I, I didn't even know the bride and groom. I went as a plus one. Oh. Like, I, I think I ruined their wedding video for life. <laughs> it's really sad. Was that the first time you ever had mensa? Yeah, first and last. Oh, oh yeah. wow. I don't know if I should do it, you know, before another. Oh wedding. wait, hold on. What's sure? what's this wedding? I'm curious. Like they served mensa at the wedding? No, no, no. I had it before the wedding. Oh. Because that's how inconsiderate I am. That is way worse. I know. Oh, I know okay, so I you're I like, know. oh, gotta go party before the wedding the, of the bride and the groom that I don't even properly know. So shout yeah. out to some random bride and groom. It was, it was pretty yeah. rude. No, I wasn't wedding crashing. <laughs> I do that other times. <laughs> in Egypt, uh, we have a problem with people um, not being able to say, I don't know. Uh-huh. So if you ever ask for directions on the street, there's no such thing. Like It's it's almost a, it's almost a, like horror if they say, like, I don't know where it is, you know. If you say, where is this building? Is so it like they, an ego thing? It's an, I think it's an ego thing. I think they're just trying to be really nice. I think it's, it, yeah, they take it as, you know, if I, if I don't know, nobody will know, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you'd be like, okay, where is this uh, street? He's like, okay, boss. First of all, he says, which is basically, what did the previous person tell you? So that I can follow exactly what they said. He's like, and I'd be like, he said it's here. He's like. There is no mean because the road ends in, in 10 meters. It's the worst. It's the worst. You just, I, I'm so thankful for Google Maps right now. Because oh. you don't have to yeah. ask people Seriously. where the hell to go. Yeah, yeah, I wonder true. where Google Maps is like most difficult uh job was like in which country or city? oh it was egypt probably for yeah. sure because they had they probably had to ask people like where's this street and they're like okay <laughs> well, like, I like <laughs> tell us tell us like your stand-up routine that you done like the one you did yesterday or something what the the one I failed in? <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he said two weeks before that it was. It's it the exact same one. It works. Oh, yeah, I just true. have like that's six true. or seven stuff that I do, like that I say, and so I'm trying to think which one. Okay, well, first before you do that, sure. How do you come up with a routine? Oh, good uh, one. I, all mine, all of my uh, material is based on stuff that happens. So, like that cab with no floor story, for example. But I, I like to talk about things that are like uh, happening, like stories. Um, it's more observational comedy. Um, each person has their own. Some people have one-liners and they just do that or, you know, others steal each other's jokes. So yours are like stories you've tested out like on your friends and you think they're funny and then you go yeah, and do them? Yeah, like I first started because I was told I'm the funny guy in the group and I was like, okay, fine. Maybe I should see. So I, I called them up and I said, uh, you know. Ooh, tell us about that. Yeah. Your first time. My, my first oh, time. Yeah. called them up. It yeah, was yeah, three like minutes. <laughs> it was on three minutes on stage. <laughs> That's not bad. Three no, minutes really, is a long time. Honestly, honestly guys, 
three minutes passes like an hour on stage when you're yeah. nervous and you oh, like God. three minutes is it means about five to six stories so like five it to really six stories? like yeah because you talk like especially when you're nervous you speak fast yeah that's true yeah so what happens is you just dash through your material and then you're like okay i'm stuck with so i always have like nine ten stories and then i have three or four backup in case i fuck up the rest which i right. usually like i usually just power through my my stuff when i'm nervous oh god honestly you get you get nervous you're standing in front of a crowd and you have to make them laugh it's 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 really scary yeah okay so you called them up and you're like hey i want to do stand-up like yeah that? i saw that they had an open mic and i was like okay i want to i've never done it before i want to do three minutes on stage okay and they give you three minutes like that's how it works the first time i mean he was like yeah uh, open mic they're cool like they know that it's uh it's first time and uh-huh uh-huh and actually, I killed it. It was really good. Okay. So that worked out. I did it a month later. That worked out, five minutes. And then I went to this event called Beat the Gong, which basically is there's an actual gong, and they gong you off stage if you're not funny. No it, way. Within, within like five minutes. Oh, that's so funny. It's, it's oh, funny for good. you guys, the that's audience. Good. Not funny for me. I was going to cry that day. It was did horrible. you get gonged? I got gonged in about two and a half minutes. Oh, but you know what made me get gonged in two and a half minutes? The really good ones got gonged in like a minute. So I was like, my confidence was on the floor. Uh, By the time I went on stage, I was like, I might as well just walk off stage now. It's not going to happen. I might as well go gong myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was in the crowd as well. Oh, I bought my mom. I'm like, mom, I'm so good. Because based on the first two ones, I really was good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, mom, by the way, your son's going to be a star. (laughs) And then come watch your son. And then when I get there, like, oh, yeah, this is called Beat the Gong. And there's like a red card. And there's three people from the crowd that can flash you off the stage. And you get off. And Uh, I'm like, oh, my God. This is a lot of negativity for a stand-up show. Yeah, yeah. I really like this. Actually, I really like this. For me, it was so bad that after I did that and I got gonged off, I didn't go back on stage for a year. Mm. it was oh, that wow. that's how much my confidence was shattered yeah yeah yeah, yeah was, did you was, have new material for the gong day or was it no it material? was my same but it's just it's all People about the it's strong. the audience also the like audience makes a big difference yeah, by the yeah, way like course. if i do indian jokes and it's like you know too many indians i might get i feel a bit like mm-hmm. it depends on actually who because like i did indian jokes in front of indians and they loved it and i did it in another crowd and they're like okay who's this egyptian guy talking about indians oh, yeah. with an accent you know yeah so I honestly, it's it's a Ooh. hit and miss, but like now I think I'm I'm better at taking rejection. So like if if I'm not good, 100%. like today, I'll go back on stage tomorrow because okay. you gotta you, you gotta fail. To you know, it's fine. Yeah, I perform poetry by the way, and really? I totally understand the whole like one minute feels like an hour. Do you know what? Like, like it's 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 it really, and people are just waiting for you to say the next funny thing. Yeah, and if you're not funny, all you hear is crickets. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's horrible. Oh, the silence is the worst. It's the one, worst. One time I messed up my lines during my poetry performance. It was so like. It's a horrible experience, and everyone just like standing there, sitting there, like, mm, oh shit, he's fucking up, he's fucking up. Like everyone is thinking, and you're like, oh, I'm fucking it up. So yeah, what did you do when you up. messed up your line? Did you completely yeah. stop? Yeah, I messed up my line. Like, I couldn't remember what was the next line, so I just like stayed silent. And I was just like, oh, sorry. But like in the poetry audience, they're very like supportive, like that. So yeah, they started clapping. Yeah, sounds forgiving. Yeah, yeah. Very I mean, forgiving. honestly, we're lucky in Dubai because like if I was in America and I wasn't doing well on stage. You get heckled, you get booed, you get... Like here, like, worst case scenario, you hear some crickets and you yeah. just leave. You just say, okay, that's my time, thank you. That's you true. just walk off stage. Yeah, It's not bad. But it's also, mm-hmm. it's also another thing. In America, you can bury yourself. Like, there's a lot of people you can mess up a bunch of times, nobody will know about it. Exactly. But in Dubai, since it's a st- small city, you yeah. might mess up a couple of times, everyone will know you. Like, oh, that's the guy who messed up. 
that is true. The circle smaller. But the, it's yeah. actually not like yeah. Of course, it's way smaller than somewhere like New York. But yeah, of course, there's over like a hundred comedians here that are that are performing not on a weekly basis, but like yeah. I know twenty thirty that are performing almost weekly. But man, why don't I hear about these like comedy? That's the thing because there's not really much budget behind it. So you're right. like you're not gonna get these like you get them randomly on like. You know, you're not going to get it on Golf News or online or something. You just get it, like, in a message, WhatsApp. We do Facebook events. But, like, this stuff isn't really... Like, there's no money to yeah, back it. So it's yeah. just, like, comedians, friends, friends of friends type of thing. Kind of, yeah. And the problem is, as well, there's no comedy, uh, like, a, an actual place, like, where residents come and, right. like, come and perform. Like a comedy it just, Yeah, place. it's an event. Just it's like never the, a location. Do you know the comedy store? Exactly. That's, LA, like, very have, famous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And in New York, like, the Comedy Cellar, Gotham, there's so many right. different places. But here we don't have that. Mm. And here, if you did, it wouldn't make that much money. Because here people will do comedy, but they'll see it once and then they'll just wouldn't go back for ten years. Man, I yeah. would I would totally go to a comedy place a bunch of yeah, times. Like, like if I'm going, for yeah. example, I'm going out at night, like let's say I'm going for dinner or snacks or drinks or whatever, I'd be like, oh, why don't we just do it at a comedy place? For yeah. sure. So uh, where do you perform? Like your comedy stuff? Is there Random a regular stuff. spot? No, or? there's no. Yeah, there are some kind of regular spots. So Kickers, oh. Kickers now in Sports City. Oh, okay. That's every Friday. I don't know till when. Uh, on Saturday is the Grub Shack. It's an Indonesian restaurant in uh, Healthcare City. Okay. That's also every Saturday, every other Saturday. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how long these are going to last, you know? Sometimes mm -hmm. they change up. Yeah. Yo, I feel like that would also be like, we should go like on a Saturday and like maybe try to find some more people because we we always have a shortage of guests, you know? Yeah, that's true. Maybe we can try to like be like, like hey, a funny comedian with a good story, yeah? I've got, oh my God, I got a few, I got a few really funny ones. No, yeah. no, no. I can, I can definitely. But I think you guys should start try stand up. You're hilarious. Like, mm. I don't see why. What the worst thing can happen? You know, I would love to try my my uh, piece uh, with. Uh, Do not tell the dead cat story. No, not the dead <laughs> cat story. That's <laughs> not a funny story. No. Wait, I don't even know it. <laughs> Uh, Dude, no, we no. had this like event last time because we do um, uh, story slams. Story, yeah, story slams, which is like live storytelling events. Yeah, right. Okay. So we've had a few. You had one in the Apple Store, was it? Yeah, yes, we yeah, had yeah, one yeah. in the yeah. Apple I've Store. I've been reading about you guys. Come on, oh. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. Guy. <laughs> so we had one at Sika as well recently, right? Okay. So <laughs> Jamil goes on like it's all families and there's kids and shit, okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> Jamil's story is like. There was a dead cat on the street. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, abort. There's like children in the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It, w it was a story about how my relationship with cats, like I love cats and I feel like there's this connection between me and cats. <laughs> and it's based on like three main stories that happened Which throughout my life. Which are three great stories, really. Just yeah. if you just cancel the death part. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't talk about the dead cat. You know what? I take it back when I said you should do stand-up. <laughs> maybe, maybe in a funeral no, or something, but not, not on stage. That's why I was like, yeah, you should just not the guest. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the other story, the one where I got locked. Yeah, because if you listen to the podcast, podcast listeners, um, <laughs> we, we have two individual stories that we've told. So Jamil's told one about he got locked into an office over the weekend. Yeah. In his office building. The yeah. whole weekend. Well, I listen mean, to the you story. You gotta listen in and well, find then out. You better be on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Office Escape. If, if you, you guys want to hear it, if you want to listen to it, I will. and I tell one about how I pretended my daughter was a boy for five years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like lied to a neighbor and I didn't know how to backtrack. So you remember, just kept it going. Remember yeah. the title of that episode? It was uh, Universe. Universe something. Oh, my my score with the universe. My score with the universe. Yeah. I need to watch that. 
Listen, I mean, listen, listen to it. <laughs> I want to watch podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. We love interacting with our listeners. So shoot us a message or comment on our posts or ask us any questions you might have. Isra or I will always reply 100%. Thanks again and we'll catch you on the flip side.